Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, good. How are you? How are we all doing? Uh, welcome to another edition of Foolish Five Podcast. This is going to be a very short podcast today. I want to share um, some presentation which I gave to the Advertising Association of Nigeria some weeks back. Uh, the Advertising Association of Nigeria is the association of the big uh, buyers of advertising in Nigeria across all media from the above the line to below the line uh, from the consumer goods industry to the telecoms to all sorts of industries that use um, consumer marketing uh, big time and uh, I was asked to speak uh, to the association uh, recently on the topic customer insight as the heart of strategy for scale and precise targeting. Uh, what I want to do in this podcast is to share with you very briefly uh, some of the key things which I shared with the association some weeks back, which I'm sure will be very useful uh, uh, for, uh, for, 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 for us, especially for all of us who are involved in, uh, in different form of consumer or customer engagement uh, to drive our business. So the topic is customer insight as the heart of strategy for scale and precise targeting. And I've been involved in different kinds of um, customer insight-driven uh, marketing campaigns uh, from uh, consumer goods to uh, industries to telecoms and to, to, to financial services. Uh, customer insight is so fundamental. It's the heart of everything that we'll do uh, from the insights that drive our innovation, our products, our campaigns, and the integration of all the elements of the wheels of marketing in order to drive revenues and market share for for our business. Um, so, uh, in terms of quick definition, what is customer insight or what is consumer insight? And these are my definition uh, from my experience. I define customer or consumer insight as the fundamental motivation and incentives that drive what customers do and the choices that they make and their behavior. Uh, let me repeat that because that's so fundamental. Uh, customer insight are the fundamental motivation and incentives that drive what customers do, the choices that they make, and their behavior. Uh, uh, essentially, customer insight are the things, the understanding of the influences of the things that, that it influences, the things that influence customer motivations, incentives, and behavior. What exactly influence how customers behave? What influences, what are the things that influence their incentives and their behavior? That is what uh, I would define as customer or consumer insight. And customer insight or consumer insight is deep and not superficial. Um, if your customer and consumer insight is, uh, is very superficial, um, you, will, you will be operating at the level of insights of everyone. And therefore, your marketing program, or your consumer engagement program, or your innovation program is likely to be to be undifferentiated. So, customer or consumer insight is not superficial. It needs to be deeper. To this will be deep and deeper to understand the root of how customers behave. Like I've said, everyone can see the superficial. If your marketing edge, if it is based on superficial customer insights that everyone sees 
that you can never be different because you are going to be doing, you're going to be basing your innovation, your product strategy, your consumer engagement strategy, your innovation program, your pricing and whatever you do in terms of engaging your market on what everyone sees. Therefore, uh, you got to go beyond superficial to get in terms of deep customer insights in order to build a differentiated marketing program. So, how do you see what others are not seeing as insights to build your marketing edge and differentiation? Now, in order to answer this question, I will illustrate this. And unfortunately, we are, we are not using You can't see my slides, but I will just talk through it and verbalize the meaning of, um, this, uh, of what I shared with the association on that day. If you imagine a piece of orange, the way you, a piece of orange, everyone cuts a piece of orange uh, horizontally. That is the typical way in which everyone cuts a piece of orange. If you cut a piece of orange the way everyone cuts the piece of orange, you are going to see what everyone sees in the way the orange, a piece of orange will look horizontally when it is cut. But if you cut your orange vertically or diagonally, you will see something different from what everyone sees because most people will typically cut their orange horizontally. So essentially, this metaphor, this analogy, is an example of, of illustrating that if the variables that you are using uh, to draw your customer insight, if the lens, the way the lens, the frame of looking at your market, if it's the same like everyone else, you're going to have the same insights like everyone else. And therefore, if you have the same insight like everyone, your innovation program is going to be like everybody's and therefore, you will never be differentiated. So. One of the key questions I want to leave with you is that do you have uh, a, a different kind of frame, a different kind of lens of looking at your market that is different from the way everyone in, everyone in your industry is looking at your market? Uh, uh, do you have, are you looking at your market, do you recognize different kind of variables to slice and dice your, 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 your market? That if you combine, for example, in this analogy of the orange, you combine the horizontal cut with the vertical cut and the diagonal cut, you will have a triangulation of three different insights, different from the typical horizontal cut of the piece of orange that everyone does. And those who do that, who are able to combine different kinds of variables, or different kind of frames or lenses. And we're going to be talking a lot about lenses because we are talking about consumer insights in this discussion. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about lenses. If your lens of looking at your market is the same like everyone, if the way you cut your piece of orange is horizontal like everyone, you will see what everyone is seeing and therefore you will never have a differentiated marketing program. So, so first thing in terms of customer insight is that are you using a different kind of frame? Are you using a different kind of lens to look at your market that is deeper, that is different, so that you can see what others are not seeing? Now, the second thing about lenses is that in terms of frame of insight, insight is about sight, it's about lens, is that if your lens, your frame of looking at your market is wrong or foggy, you're going to end up with what I will call wrong and poor consumer insight. A wrong and foggy lens will lead you to a wrong and foggy customer insight. Therefore, I want to ask you in terms of how you, how you are managing your marketing program, are you sure that your lens or frame of looking at your market is not foggy? 
That is very important. Do you have a unique diagnostic variable to see what others are not seeing? And are you sure that that lens which you are using to look at your market is very sharp and very clear? Now, there are three types of lenses to view customers for insights and from, from design thinking. And we can apply this from design thinking. This is one of the things uh, which we have to do. Uh, marketing can borrow a lot from um, the, 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 the non-traditional ways in which tech people do marketing. And one of the ways in which tech people do marketing is from the concept of design. In terms of how do we understand customer problems uh, so that we can solve it. There are three ways in which we can look at customer problems to understand the problems of customers that we need to solve. And we can apply that same framework from design thinking to, to the concept of how do you mine, how do you get customer insights from your market. So there are three types of lenses to view the customer from for insights from design thinking. The first lens is look closely. So if you take a lens and put it very close to your eyes and look very closely at an object close to your eyes, you're going to see it at the, you're going to have insight into exactly what is going on in terms of the object you are looking at at a very deep close level. That is a very important insight. Looking closely is one way in which to get customer insight, a, a kind of frame of looking at your market, at your customer in terms of getting or getting insight into their incentives, their behavior and their motivations in terms of what they do. Now, a second kind of frame is in terms of looking at your market, a second kind of lens is when you look from afar. When you look from afar, you are going to see the context beyond the object. In the first frame of looking closely, you are looking closely, you are actually getting a very close view of, 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 of your object. But the problem with looking closely is that it can give you a tunnel view of what exactly is going on because you are looking only at your object. Now, when you move back from your object and you look from afar, in terms of a second type of frame, a second type of lens, you see the context beyond the object. You see the context of the behavior, the context of the incentives, the context of the problem, beyond the problem, beyond the object. And that gives you a perspective that is different from looking closely. Looking closely, you see things very closely, but you, the, the, the weakness of that is that you can have a tunnel view of what the problem is. Looking from afar gives you a context beyond the object as a second frame of, of looking, of, of building and drawing customer insights from design thinking in terms of building your marketing program. Then the third one, the third way, third kind of lens you can use to understand, for, for get, to get customer insight is to ask the customer himself. What exactly is the customer feeling in their own words, in their own way? Because it is, it is, it is the who the shoe pinches. Uh, beyond what you can see, the description of the customer, how they exactly feel, uh, may tell you far more than than what your lens uh, can reveal. Can, can tell you far more than what your your lens can reveal, can reveal to you. So that is so. There are th so those three type of lenses. Looking closely. Uh, uh, looking closely, looking from afar to get the context beyond the object and asking the customer, if you triangulate the three type of lenses, you will see a combination of insight that is deep in terms of looking closely, 
that understand that you have a context beyond the object and of course you also have the feeling of the customer in their own words so the best form of consumer insights are the ones that uses those the combinations the that triangulates these three three types of frames of looking at customer problems or drawing insights for of drawing insight in order to understand the motivations and incentives of how customers behave so well, let me repeat that again very fundamental three types of lenses to view the customer for insights from design thinking. One is looking closely. Uh, uh, the other one is looking from afar to see the context beyond the object. And of course, the third one is asking the customer. And you triangulate the three kind of frames to get a unique insight into the motivations and incentives of the customer. Now, in terms of insights, um, one other thing about lenses is that your lenses, your lenses and frame of looking at your market needs to be strategic for you to get strategic customer insight. If you've got an operational frame of looking at your market, you've got a non-strategic frame of looking at your market, you are going to get a non-strategic view of your of your market. You're going to get a non-strategic consumer insight, which is going to keep you, which is not going to differentiate you, which is going to be very strategic if you apply that to your business. Now, now, the big issues of strategy in terms of lenses are things like, in terms of how you look at your market, how you look at your customer, the understanding of the issues, issues of understanding what's going on in your environment, uh, is, uh, due in terms of, of course, the environment of your business, uh, social, all the issues, all the issues, economics and all the things, uh, I don't want to go into details of that, sociology, technology, regulation and everything, that is one. The second one, of course, is the customer. What exactly is going on with the customer? Uh, those are the kind of strategic lens. You've got a view of what's the environment of my business. Uh, what exactly is going on with the customer? The third one, of course, is the competition. What is exactly going on in my competition environment? Who is competing with me and how are they competing with me? How are they positioned? Uh, what are their strategy? What are their assets? Uh, the next one is the next one is compliments. Who compliments my my who, is, who compliments my products or my service in the ecosystem? Or who compliments the product or service of my competitors in the ecosystem? For example, in order to create value for your customers. Uh, the, 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 the understanding the complements your ecosystem that helps you to amplify your value matter. So an example which I will give on traditional marketing is that if you are if you're going to manufacture a car, for example, or go to sell cars in a country, you need to know how many petrol stations are going to be available on the way when people are driving those cars. Because if there are no petrol stations which are complements to your automobile service, um, your cars will not be useful ultimately. So understanding the compliments uh, that amplifies yourself, that helps you to create more value for your customers, that works with you to create more value for your customers in the ecosystem is very important. In the old marketing, we call this call this compliment. In the new tech marketing, they are, the new lingo is about ecosystem. But the two are virtual synonyms of each other. Each other. The other one, of course, is channels. Uh, what's the route to market? Uh, what are the issues in terms of your route to market? And how does that affect the choices that your customers make and they don't make? Or, is, or the incentives that they have or incentives that they have and how they behave in your market? And of course, a very clear thing about in terms of a strategic lens to look at your market is your, you say, to have a clear objective in terms of your revenues and your goals. What exactly are you trying to achieve in market share, in tonnage, in volumes and revenues? Now, if you have this kind of frame of environment, cost 
customer competition complements ecosystem and channels and your abstract or your revenues and goals in looking at your market then you are looking at your market with a strategic lens and therefore the kind of insight you're going to draw for market action will be strategic rather than rather than operational so another thing i want to leave on the table for you is that if you have an operational lens you're going to have operational insight but you've got a strategic lens based on this framework of environment customer competition cost complements ecosystem channels and your op- objectives in terms of revenues and goals you're going to have a strategic insight so strategic lens having a strategic lens is critical to having a strategic insight if you don't have a strategic lens of looking at your market or your customer you will not go have you're not going to have strategic insight now uh, the next thing i like to talk about is that customer insight is also closely related to good market segmentation if, the, if your lens of looking at your market does not have good segmentation, if your lens of looking at your market is without focus, you may not see deeply what is going on in your market. You will only see superficially. Let me illustrate this, for example. If I fly over Lagos and uh, and I fly on the on over Lagos, all that I see, I will say, oh, there are a whole lot of automobiles moving on the road. But if I fly a little bit more closely to the road, I will see different kind of cars. I will see every commercial vehicle, like commercial vehicle, SUVs, passenger cars. And by the time I begin to look more deeply, I will begin to see, oh, there are different kind of needs in the market that I can group together as large or homogeneous groups that I can target with specific product initiative, which is called market segmentation. So market segmentation is, 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 is the art of taking your lens, not looking too superficially from afar, but also looking a little bit more closely to see how how, how you can group different kind of homogeneous needs in the market into into homogeneous groups of demand of behavior that you can target with specific market action so customer insight is also a function of good segmentation if you are not segmenting if you don't if you are not segmenting your market then you are not likely to be seen very deep customer insight it will be an example of someone flying over lagos and all you say is that oh there are about 10 million or 50 million automobiles in lagos but there are different kind of automobiles satisfying different kind of needs in the market. And you can only see that if you fly a little bit more closely to the ground to see the different kind of automobiles that are in the market based on, on groups of homogeneous needs that are available in your market. So again, let me repeat that. Customer insight is closely related to good market segmentation. The next thing I'd like to talk about is that customer insight can be quantitative, it can be qualitative, or a combination of both. Whichever way you do it, customer insight, whether it is quantitative, when you are using numbers, or it's qualitative in terms of description, when you combine the two, whether it is you must translate it into a clear statement, whether it's quantitative or qualitative expression, or a combination of both, you must translate that insight into a clear statement of that is that is of of reasons and motivations of why customers or consumers do what they do and what influences them so let me repeat that example being quantitative is not a substitute for being able to articulate a clear statement of reason or motivation that is sharp and clear of why customers do what they do and what influences them in terms of their incentives and the other thing is that customer insights can 
there are different type of course mindset. It can be demographic, it can be psychographic, uh, demographic in terms of age, income, share class, life stages, life, and so on. Uh, it can be psychographic in terms of the lifestyle of the customer, uh, in terms of activities, interest, and opinion, how they behave. That is very important because different, you can have people in the same demographic, but their demographic, psychographic behavior in terms of their AIO, the activities, interest, and opinion may be different. It can be behavioral. You can have a behavioral segmentation. You can have you can have a combination of the above. Uh, you can have all sort of all sort of all sort of but also all sort of all sort of of customer insight. But I think the, the, the most important point to make here is to link it to the discussion segmentation. That good segmentation allows you to see sharper customer insight, depending on how you use the kind of different variables that you use to segment your market, whether it's demographic, psychographic, geographic, life stage, in terms of demography, or in terms of social class and so on. Depending on the kind of segmentation lens that you use, you're going to see different kinds of insight. And you can combine each of these segmentation, like uh, the illustration of that piece of orange, the horizontal cut, the vertical cut, the diagonal cut, to combine them, to triangulate all these lenses, to see, to have a much, much richer view of uh, the incentives and behavior of your customers much more than your competitor. Now, what do we do with customer insights? Customer insights are used to develop targeted product and service innovation. Customer insights are also used to develop functional, emotional, and lifestyle proposition for, for, our, for, for our services and our products. And that's the second one. The third one is that with customer insights, uh, you will develop very strong self-expressive benefits for your products. Uh, people buy services and products because it helps them to express who they are in terms of their ideal or actual self-concept. Uh, what does the product, what does this product or service say about me? How does it make me feel? When you have deep customer insight, you can build self-expressive benefits around your product so that, what, um, so that in terms of the pro, your product and service can help your customer to express their ideal or actual self-concept in terms of how does it say about me, how does it make me feel. The customer insight, um, when you get them right, when it is rich, can also help you to, to, to design a great service experience or improve the service experience, the experience design, the experience that your customers have using your products and services. Customer insights, in terms of those kind of lenses that we have described, can also help you to remove the frictions and pains that your customers experience in their journey in using your product. Number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven is that customer insight can help you develop the metrics and the analytics to track your customer behavior and your customer journey, so that you you so that you have all the tools um, to to leverage in terms of improving the experience of your customer and, the, and removing the friction and pains in their in terms of using their, your products and services. And of course, customer insights can help you to design cost and business efficiency improvements for your for your for your service and your business. Now. Getting to the conclusion of the presentation, um, customer insight is at the heart of strategy for, 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 for business scaling. Now, the first statement I'd like to make here is that the foundation of scaling a business or a product is product market fit. A product that the market does not need cannot scale. Therefore, the first thing is that if you want to scale your business, uh, the insights to ensure that you're actually delivering a product 
of service that the market was is so fundamental is at the bottom is at the foundation of your skilling and therefore you can only and you can only get that only if you are you are developing your innovation or your service design based on customer insight and you are using lenses that help you to see to have a very rich view of the incentives and the behaviors of your customer so a product or that the market does not need cannot scale so the question is, is there a need for your product or a market gap that you can fill your customer market insight will help you to unhealth this are you different are you fulfilling the same need that has been already satisfied in the market and let me summarize this that there is a kind of triad or a triune of that is at the heart of product market fit they are customer insight segmentation and differentiation if you imagine a wheel or a pie chart in which those three those three customer insight segmentation and differentiation if you address them together uh, it will help you to design the, the a very sharp product market fit uh, for your service on which you can scale you can scale your business so customer insight segmentation and differentiation is the heart of the strategy on which you build product market fit to scale for your business scaling and in terms of your in terms of scaling your business uh just there's a simple funnel uh just here just talk through this very quickly uh applying those triune that triad or customer insight segmentation and differentiation uh to to the journey of your customer using your product the first thing is, of course, how does those, that triad of customer insight, differentiation, segmentation apply to acquisition, which is your acquisition model? How do you, how do customers discover, how do customers discover your service and how do they come to your service? The next one is activation. When you have acquired a customer, are you, what are you doing to develop, what is your program to, deliver, to, to, to develop a happy first user experience for them in terms of their in terms of their onboarding experience the activation programs in um, in, in tech or in banking we'll call it onboarding how do you ensure that their onboarding experience is great they have a happy first user experience so that they can come they can continue using your product or services there are a lot of products where products customers download enough for example but that's the only thing that they will do. Subsequently, they don't come back to it because the activation, the onboarding experience is not great. But how do you deliver in terms of activation a happy first user experience? The next one, of course, is usage. Uh, in terms of, in terms of how, do you, how, do you scale, how do you scale your business? Uh, that's what we're talking about, uh, usage. Uh, and the, the key thing usage here is for, are things, for example, like uh, what is the size of your monthly active user, monthly active user, for example. And even among your monthly active users, uh, what is the size of your revenue generating monthly active user? So, uh, because there are some products that, yes, customers are there, the customers are using your service for free, but they are not generating revenue. So, first is usage. How many customers are coming to your platform on a monthly basis, for example? And of course, how many of those customers who come to your platform monthly are generating revenue? Of course, next thing in terms of building your revenue model is your retention. How many of those customers who you have acquired, who have activated, how many of them have you retained so that you are perpetually extending their lifetime over the usage or on your product? Uh, it's not that they come in in the first one month and they have gone. And of course, last one, of course, is referrals in terms of referrals and advocacy. Uh, if your customers enjoy you, they love your product, they are going to tell others. Are you, are you creating the... Uh, the, the user experience that turns your customers into advocates so that they can refer your service to other ones. They can become, your customers can before become your, your salespeople. The last one, of course, of course, is how do you 
translate and use this model uh, to address all the levers that drive revenues for your business. So in terms of scaling your business, that model in terms of acquisition, activation, usage, retention, referrals and customer advocacy and of course all those old metrics tie down to uh, to the specific uh, to revenue, to driving the leverage of revenue for your business, uh, that is how essentially uh, you scale you scale your business. Uh, so that brings me to the end of uh, of uh, of the presentation. Uh, this was what I shared with um, um, uh, this was what I shared with uh, with the advertiser association of Nigeria uh, some weeks back. I hope it's been useful for you, and uh, you can apply it in terms of your market and customer engagement. Until another time when I come, uh, when I share another uh, interesting topic with you in terms of strategy, marketing, and uh, many other issues in, uh, in terms of building your business, have a great time and be the best that you can be. Thank you.